Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Coming up this week, Disney is investigating websites that are selling dining reservations. Uh, oh, we took that story out. Um, <laughs> Surprise. We have other stories to talk about this week. <laughs> uh, and a little later on, Dustin and the team are going to talk about this year's Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And also, on a very sad note, a little later on, we're going to say goodbye to Dustin West. This is his last day. Uh, with us here at the Diz Unplugged, and we'll get to that a little later on. All that coming up next. From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 852 for the week of September 22nd, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi. Hi, everybody. Kevin Close. Hello. Kathy <laughs> Whirling. Hi, everybody. Corey Martin. Just happy to be here. <laughs> Back in the production nook, our newest intern, Steve Porter. Hello. Our current associate producer, Craig Williams. Hello. And our current producer, Dustin West. Hi. So, uh, hello. Welcome. Uh, this is a little weird because I don't have my, my, yeah. my headphones aren't working. And if, uh, as those of you who are watching the show may have noticed, the studio has undergone a little bit of a change over the weekend uh, we did quite a bit of work in here um, we added some new stuff we took some stuff out changed the mo the decor and the motif a lot more woods and a little warmer and uh, it's a very different look for the studio yeah. it was fun fun uh, okay I don't know if fun's the word I want to use <laughs> yeah but um, something I've been wanting to do for a while and uh, this weekend just seemed to work and uh, I do apologize that there was no show Last week, we had lots of illness and uh, issues and all sorts of stuff, and it was just easier not to do a show. Um, so I uh, want to mention a couple things in housekeeping. Number one, a few weeks ago, I mentioned that during this year's Dizapalooza in December, we were going to be doing a lot. We were planning to do a live show uh, at Islands of Adventure. Those plans have fallen through. Uh, mainly because when what they estimated the price of it was going to be and what the price of it actually ended up being, I could have done Dizapalooza for two nights instead of one. Mm. So I just figured that it's just not worth the money. Um, we are still going to do a live show. We just don't know where yet. We will announce that as soon as we have something something worked out. Absolutely. And we'll help you get transportation to and from wherever you're staying. So I don't want anybody to worry about that. If you've booked an extra night at Universal and it happens to wind up being at Disney, we'll make sure we get you back and forth. So don't worry about that. We'll get those all worked out within the next few weeks. All right. Um, also want to mention the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged goes live, Mixler.com, every Sunday night, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. And the shows go up on iTunes Mondays and Tuesdays this week. Michael Bowling continues his chat with former cast member Ben Harris. And the team celebrates their 500th episode. Wow. wow. And uh, they do some listener questions and a visit from an old friend. 
So that is currently up on iTunes right now. Just uh, look for the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition. You can also find all our shows, all our show notes, our archives, anything having to do with the show, disunplugged.com. You can also uh, stream all the audio right from there, watch the videos right from there. So disunplugged.com, it's your one-stop shop. Uh, Wednesdays, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, disunplugged.com. The trip with Jenny Lindop and Teresa Eccles. Does anyone know what they're doing? Yes, this week they are learning. They're not learning. They're talking about how to combat combat jet lag. Well, yeah. good. Now I'm it's gonna, done. I am going to watch that show because <laughs> I have... I've traveled all around the world, and I have not figured out how to do that yet. So. I also I don't want I don't want people to be surprised. This technically is not my last show. I will appear on the trip next Wednesday in a pre-recorded episode. So if I if the zombie of Dustin just randomly appears, don't don't be worried. I'm I'll be there. And you'll also be doing the segment after this show. On, yeah, uh, yeah. But this is my last show with Dustin. But I don't want to get into that right now. We'll get into that a little later. Um, so that's the trip Wednesdays. Uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, disunplug.com. And Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, disunplug.com. The Diz Universal Edition, Disunplugged Universal Edition, starring the lovely and talented Gregory Williams, uh, along with Jenny Lynn Knopp and Rhino Clavin. And what is up for this week with you? Oh, this week we're going to continue beating Halloween into people's heads uh, (laughs) because it's the greatest holiday ever. But this year we're going to kind of do a little bit of a prep course for... uh, for Rhino, who's going out to Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood in uh, in a couple weeks for vacation, so we're going to go over all the basics with him, so that way he's more prepared for his trip. Fresh diapers. Yes. Oh, he's he's, oh, he's terrified. Baby. He is. He's oh, a baby. He really is. <laughs> Learned a lot about Rhino this. Well, past like weekend. I said, he's uh, one easy bake oven away from a twelve year old girl. So. <laughs> um, oh, and that's generous. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be kind. So that's the universal edition of the Diz Unplugged, Thursday, 1 p.m. That's it for me in housekeeping. What else do we have? I just want everybody to know that we had to cancel next year's Backstage Magic San Francisco mashup. It is, you've announced a mega meet, and the only date that was available coincided. And with everybody wanting to be here for whatever events are here, we didn't want to have to send someone to California who would miss what was going on. We also didn't want people to have to choose between the two. You know, we want as many people to come as possible Mm -hmm. to our big event. So I've notified everybody who had already emailed me. But if you're thinking about it, stop. (laughs) And anything else? I have just a a quickie. The uh, November the 14th, Give Kids the World is having the gingerbread run. 5k um katie's doing it dr steve and marcy from new jersey are doing it so if you want to you know help out donate a few dollars here and there um you know it would be appreciated but all the money goes to give kids the world did you write that on toilet paper no (laughs) i wrote that on a target envelope oh okay (laughs) never mind Yes. <laughs> note, note, note to self, send Kathy a note <laughs> Yeah, really. See, but no, my rapid fire is on a nice, nice. new, sh- cool. clean sheet of paper. You were looking at me like I might have forgotten something. Did I forget something? Uh, wasn't there an October backstage magic? Yes, there is. And I have people who... But we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> no, you can talk about it now. It's okay. It's not a sensitive topic. Well, it's... No, it is. Oh, okay. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I have folks who had or have already requested right. to be on the list, and I have to notify them first. 
So I will announce dates and pricing once the people who have already suggested that they okay. wanted to go have sounds, been notified. Once we like get through plan. the wait list, we'll make sure we announce. Anything else for Rapid Fire? Going yeah. once. Going twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did gasp like there was going to be something. All of a sudden, he said, is there anything else for Rapid Fire? And I thought, wait, I didn't rapid do fire. my Rapid no, Fire. No, housekeeping, housekeeping, Sorry. housekeeping. Sorry. I thought, wait. I Are we on Rapid Fire? Attention. What happened? All right. So, let's go over to Johnny with the news. All right. Our first news. First of all, I want to say this week's news stories. This is a good week. I'm waiting for Pete's head to explode at any moment. <laughs> Disney looks into websites selling dining reservations to theme park restaurants. Walt Disney World will begin looking into the restaurant reservation services that have begun popping up online and selling reservations to their theme park's guests. Theme park guests. Uh, the Diz Dining Agent app, not associated with us or the Diz, uh, reportedly makes reservations under false names for hard-to-get reservations at Walt Disney World and sells them to their customers for $15. This is just the latest in sites that help guests access these hard-to-come-by reservations. Disney Dining Buddy, Disney Dining Scout, and WDW Table Finder all charge between $1 and $8 to search for open reservation times. The users of these sites must then call and make their own dining reservations. Dizzy spokeswoman Jacques Waller spoke with the Orlando Sentinel and said, quote, we are currently reviewing the situation involving third-party website dining services. Disney has no affiliation with these third-party services, which can interfere with the guest experience we strive to create, end quote. Okay, so here's the deal. You know, personally, I don't support any of the, I, I think it, it, it's already hard enough to get these reservations and that you've got people doing this. It just makes it worse. However, I also feel that it's Disney's responsibility to close their loopholes. And I, you know, I don't think, you know, I, I, this is the sort of thing Disney could not have imagined with their reservation service per se. But when Disney says something, and trust me on this, when Disney says something like, we are uh, reviewing the situation, um, what that means is that the lawyers are dotting the I's and crossing the T's on the cease and desist letters that are going to be going out soon, if they haven't gone out already. Uh, this is not something they're going to they're gonna let slide. And... So and, and they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Uh, there are a lot of people out there who play by the rules. And but we are a capitalist society. We're a free market society. And, you know, people see a loophole. This a lot of businesses have started like that. A lot of great businesses have started like that. People find a loophole. People find something. They come up with a, a way to do something that meets a need. You know, and maybe if Disney had better tools to search for restaurants Rather than the ones they have, there wouldn't be a, a need yeah. for this. But you know, personally speaking, no, I don't. I don't think it's right. But didn't they do this once before? Wasn't there a group that would mm -hmm. do this and they would snag Cinderella's royal yes. table? Yeah. Priority seatings. It was mm -hmm. less right. than the, the new uh, my Disney. Experience. I don't know that they were selling them though. I don't. I don't, they were I don't remember the details. The I just know this isn't the first time right. this right. topic has been discussed. I mean, it's years old. That was more. That was more a group of people that were trying to help out other right. people. Oh. There was no. 
you know, and I think Disney had a problem with that. So uh, this, I don't think, is going to... I don't think this is going to... This is going to lead to us having to leave... Uh, credit card, credit card, and charge. Right, and then if you come for the reservation, if you arrive for your reservation, that will be credited to your account. Here's the deal: you've got two different things happening here. You've got the one group of websites that are just going out and telling people, "Hey, listen, this is opened up. We're going to alert you when something has come up." But you also have this one, this Diz Dining Agent. Uh, again, I want to make sure that people understand this is not affiliated with us in any way because that question has come up on the boards mm-hmm. several times. But what they're actually doing is in some cases they're creating false accounts. And they're going out and they're grabbing these dining reservations and then they're turning them over to someone who pays $15. So they turn over the My Disney Experience login and password right. so they can have that reservation so to me that's completely the other inappropriate the other thing we might see and i wouldn't put it past them is we might see disney do their own version of this some kind of premium service yeah that jumps you to the front of the line for and these hard to get reservations i would not be surprised and i'd probably end up paying for it i think a lot of people would end up paying for it and i I think you'd have a lot of people that would be screaming about it, wielding pitchforks and torches, and then going on their computer and doing it, right. paying for it. It's sort of sad that it would have to get to that stage, but how else can they do it at this point? You know, unless we go back to the days where you don't make a dining reservation and you just show up. Well, maybe they should come up with a different system. Maybe instead of that, maybe it should be how far in advance you book. If you're willing to book very early and make a commitment for a reservation, then you get first spot at it as opposed to someone who books later. Oh, that's true, too. You know, there, there's other ways to do it that could be fair yeah. as opposed to charging mm-hmm. and doing it that way. Um, but we saw this at D23. We saw this sorcerer's package that people paid an arm and a leg for. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, for, it's like $1,000. Ju- I think it was 1200 a person. Yeah. And it was just for the privilege of getting in early to buy stuff. Yeah. Wow. So you think... Yeah. And apparently, everyone in line discussed what they were going to sell on eBay. Right. Yeah. That was a big <laughs> okay. discussion. To make okay. their $1,200 back. So Disney creates these systems. We saw it when we were pin traders. Disney created this frenzy that if a new pin was released that was limited, people would get in line or try to trade other people for them or mm-hmm. try to scam them out of their pins because they knew they can go on eBay and sell them. So. The one that that they'll tell you when somebody's like canceled or availability opens, I get that. If you want to pay for something like that instead of you forever searching the website, I don't see a problem with that. But the ones that they're selling the actual reservation, then I have a problem with that one. Agreed. All right. Moving on to our next news story. Man says he was banned from Disney (laughs) for life because of a joke. This worries me. A Florida man has been banned for life at all Disney parks after making a meth lab joke to an employee at Walt Disney, at a Walt Disney World hotel. David Swindler, 54 of St. Augustine, has been a Disney fan since the age of eight. However, he says he was banned from visiting the parks after a Labor Day incident. Swindler... His wife, Shelly, and two kids arrived at the Pop Century Resort on Friday. When he wanted to extend their two-night stay to a third night, Swindler said he called the front desk around 11.30 p.m. to see if there was a room available on Sunday evening. After being put on hold for 15 minutes, he hung up in frustration. When he called back, Swindler says he jokingly griped about the long wait on hold. Quote, I told them 
I could have built a meth lab in the length of time it's taken you guys to answer my questions, Swindler said. At that point, things started to get bad. Swindler, who admits he doesn't know why he made that... I'm sorry. At that point, things started to get bad for Swindler, who admits he doesn't know why he made that exact joke. A short time later, deputies from the Orange County Sheriff's Department and members of... believe this? And members of Disney security came to Swindler's hotel room to question him about the meth lab. I, I said, you've got to be kidding me. I did not say I had a meth lab. I told the guy on the phone I would have built a meth lab in the length of time it took you guys to answer the question about the extra room. He told WFTV.com. No meth lab was found. <laughs> no charges were filed. However, Swindler and his family were escorted out of the hotel, forcing them to find another hotel at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. on a busy holiday weekend. Quote, when my, when my nine-year-old daughter was leaving the room, she looked up at the offers and she said, quote, childhood ruined, which I think is great. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Even a kid has a sense of humor. Swindler wasn't given a refund for the room. Instead, he was given a trespass notice banning him from any Disney theme park for life, although his wife and kids are free to return. Swindler has tried to tell his, story, his side of the story to the media on YouTube, hoping to get park officials to reconsider the lifetime ban. Uh, a Disney spokesman told the Huffington Post that Swindler was asked to send a letter to security asking to have his trespass removed and that the company will review it. At this point, Swindler hasn't written the letter. You know, when I, was, when I was in middle school, there was a kid that uh, said the phrase, that's the bomb. And all of a sudden, this kid was suspended. He was searched. We all had to go out to like uh, where we had recess and get mm-hmm. far away from the building just because a kid said, mm-hmm. that's the bomb. It's just a clock you know? that I made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried that you can be thrown out of Disney for a joke, and especially a bad one. Well, this is what confuses me. And I wonder, you know, we're really kind of hearing one side of the story here because yeah. I find it really hard to believe that you know, this would have happened over a joke like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say stuff like that. Um, and, you know, and, and okay, I, and I can understand if someone's jokingly making terroristic threats. Like, if you don't answer the phone, I'm going to blow this building up. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, that I can, I can yeah. get. Um, but if this is accurate, then... The standard and the service and the uh, IQ of people working at some of the hotels at Disney has fallen to an embarrassingly low level. He's also softened his side of the story dramatically. I'm sure he was aggravated. I'm sure oh, yeah. he was saying more than this. I'm sure his tone was could be construed a certain way. Can you believe that? The Osceola Sheriff's Department or Orange County Sheriff's Department came, came to like Pop Century looking for a meth lab. <laughs> I know, really. Bad boys playing in the background. Well, like, how much is a room at Pop Century? Meth labs, you know. I mean, <laughs> that's an expensive meth lab. Don't they usually do it in a trailer in the woods? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just makes you think he must it's not have even said a kitchen. If I've upset meth lab owners, <laughs> really, we live in a good place. <laughs> no, our meth lab is in a very nice building. <laughs> but I also think it's funny that it says after fifty. 15 minutes of this, he hung up the phone. Oh, he so doesn't know what it means yes. to be on hold yeah. with Disney. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when we do those four-hour holds when they release a discount. I could have built a parking garage. Yeah. 
Right. I could have I, I could have built a parking yeah. garage. If his version of the story is accurate. It's a huge overreaction. Oh, my God. Yeah. From yeah. Disney, from the police. I also have one more thing to add. I have been told in chat that Sorcerer tickets were two grand. Were they two? Oh. Just a correction. Wow. But I think this is, there's as you always say, there's more to this story than meets the yep. eye. Yeah. No but question. This is, if this is true, this is a huge overreaction. How do you explain that to your kids? I mean, yeah. now you have to have a meth lab conversation with your kids. <laughs> you know, my daddy's Daddy, not meth able lab? to go to Disney anymore. And why do you know about it? Or do you yeah. want to be in the car bad. when yeah. the husband and wife are talking as they're going to the new hotel? You had to say that? You really had to say that? I could just see it now. I like it how the kid looked up at the cop and said, childhood ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh. I wonder if the media attention like is helping this guy, though. Like, so getting all this press and being like, oh, this is a huge overreaction. So maybe using, like, saying, oh, this is going to be some crazy story so that everyone then can jump on Disney. Yeah, because this is the type of story where Disney is not going to respond with, this is what actually happened. Right. They're not going to, you know, from a PR standpoint, they can't do that. They can't, they don't want to get into a verbal, public verbal match with a guest, even if it's a guest they just banned for life. Um, but still, yeah, I mean, this, this story is floating out there, and it doesn't make them look good. It doesn't make Disney look good, if it's true. And, again, I feel like we're hearing one side of the story here, but, yeah. If know. they're going to ban everybody that makes a bad joke at their expense, none of us are ever going to. Well, they're going to fire most of their entertainers. Right. <laughs> um, so, all right. All right, our third and final news story. Disney is planning a new Mary Poppins movie. The Walt Disney Company is reportedly planning a new movie based on the Mary Poppins character that will take place two decades after the events in the original film. Entertainment Weekly, which first broke the news, reports that, quote, the new project, which is not being developed as a sequel, will explore Mary's further adventures with the Banks family and beyond as illustrated by author P.L. Travers' seven additional novels. Sounds like a sequel. Mary Poppins is <laughs> ARP. It does sound like a sequel. David McGee, who did Finding Neverland and Life of Pi, will write the script, and, Mar- and Rob Marshall, who directed Into the Woods, is set to direct the Does that film. mean Meryl Streep will play Mary Poppins? Oh, we can hope. Mary, Mary Poppins' assisted living. <laughs> I, you know, there are. They've made other movies out of um, the Bound books on the Wizard of Oz. There were many, many stories after the one we're familiar with. So she has written a whole bunch of books like this. I just think they first announced that they were going to remake Mary Poppins, and I think to myself, that's just ridiculous. But if they're going to continue a storyline using other books and not reference this first movie. That's a different story. I, that's different than remaking Mary Poppins. That's my opinion. Not only will there be a new plot for the movie, but the new Mary Poppins will feature entirely new songs and a score composed by Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman, who did Hairspray and Smash. Uh, Entertainment Weekly adds that Disney and Marshall, quote, are collaborating with the Travers Estate and have already earned support from Poppins' co-composer Richard Sherman, who penned the original film's famous songs. With his late brother, they've got some great people involved. I mean, yeah, no, the names. I mean, this is a, a, a this yeah, is a big a big is, thing. Right. I mean, this doesn't sound like a directed video kind of. Thing. It's not like Mark Shaman. Mark Shaman in particular. I mean, he's really 
I mean, he's fantastic. His music is fantastic. There is no word yet on when the movie is expected to reach theaters or who might succeed Andrews as Mary Poppins. Hmm. No one. Same, Meryl Streep. Meryl Poppins. <laughs> the thing, though, is didn't, isn't the story of Mary Poppins what Disney sort of plucked from all the novels? Didn't he take every piece oh, and I sort of know. created a story? It's not a word-for-word volume one. You paid way much attention. Too much, I watched, way too much attention. I watched Saving Mr. Safety Deposit Box. Or <laughs> I think it was mostly the first story with maybe one or two elements from like the second, but primarily on that. And then they also dropped a lot of uh, a lot of other stories that were supposed to be in the movie. Uh, the the one thing that I would like to see from this one, because it's going to happen regardless of whether or not people want it, um, but if they ever find any way to bring back hand-drawn animation into this, uh, that would be positive for Disney, because as much as I love CGI movies, it would be nice to throw in a little hand-drawn every now and then as well. I gotta tell you something completely different, completely off-topic. I watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit last week, and you talk about cutting edge still now yeah. how yeah. incredible it was and stuff like that can still be done without CGI exactly cool. alright well that'll do it for the news I thought for sure someone would get angry over something in the news <laughs> trying well, hard sorry sorry alright <laughs> that's it for the news alright thank you John we're going to move on to rapid fire and we'll start with John alright this will surely make someone upset <laughs> pop secret to become official popcorn of Disney Oh, darn. People already camped out outside the sign. <laughs> Are they? No, Pop Secret. <laughs> Sorrowful Redenbacher's family. Uh, yeah, Diamond Foods revealed that Pop Secret premium popcorn brand has entered a long-term strategic alliance with the Walt Disney Company. Um, it's going to be in all their parks and probably show up in Toy Story 4 and <laughs> that sort of stuff. So if you're a Pop Secret fan, good for you. What's, what popcorn do they use now? Orville Redenbacher. Oh, okay. Hmm. This is awful. I don't. <laughs> oh, man. You don't want to share your pop secret you with everyone. You get upset about Mary Poppins right <laughs> with this popcorn one. I'm upset about the Mary Poppins, but I'm over that by now. But this is this is awful. Every time I go into a Disney park, I almost always eventually walk out with popcorn. Mm-hmm. That's that's my thing. Uh, at the Mickey's not so scary last week. Skipped everything. I don't even think I got a drink the entire. T- I got a bottle of water and I ate popcorn. That was my dinner. That's all. That's what I love at Disney Park. You know what's so funny? He's, walk, he's walking around the park with a video camera in one hand, and he's carrying a little bucket of popcorn in the other. <laughs> it's the funniest pop, thing. Pop, pop. Talk about pop. <laughs> pop, um, pop, 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 pop. Yes, pop. that's the sound they make, Dustin. Excellent. Good job. Pop Secret's uh, big claim to fame, at least when I was younger, was that their uh, popcorn had different colors that you could get. The microwavable popcorn, you could get like purple popcorn, green oh, yeah? popcorn. Huh. Um, so I wonder if they'll bring that. It's just that. not as good. It's just not good. It's not as good, and you can't change something like that. That'd be like if they changed the recipe for the Mickey bars or for Dole Whips all of a sudden mm-hmm. after all this time. You can't change Magic Kingdom popcorn or I mean, any Disney won't. popcorn. If we hadn't made this announcement, no one would have noticed the difference. I guarantee I it. Nope. <laughs> He's adamant. I'm, I would have. All right. Thank All right. you, John. Kevin. Welcome. I'm going to talk about the New England Disney. We had a great weekend. We were there for the whole weekend. Uh, they raised at the moment, they think it's about $17,000. It might go up from there. And I got a great um, piece of information that since we've started doing fundraising, the Diz has done fundraising, we're responsible for about $300,000 mm-hmm. worth of. Donations fundraising, donation. Wow. 
And so, that's just what they can track because there are people who are sending in money that's not affiliated right. with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things like folks who go on these runs, that's all in a different bucket. So while those are Diz folks raising money for it. So I think we should be very proud of what's been done so far. Very, very much so. Right. Excellent. And there were folks from Delaware and New England there and Pennsylvania New and New Jersey. What did I say? Delaware, New, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. I missed one. And there were a lot of people there from other meets. <laughs> and they did an awesome job. They did a fantastic job. They always do. I'm just sorry I wasn't there. But like I said, my uh, my travel schedule has been crazy this year. And I needed to cut it off. I understand. Next year it's going to be less for us, we've decided. If it's any, if it's any consolation uh, to the people that were disappointed I wasn't there in New England, I'm also not going to Paris in a few weeks. So... Uh, that's how serious I was about having to chill out and spend some time at home. So, all right, thank you, Kevin. Kathy, Narcusi is going to start a Sunday waterfront brunch, November twenty second. Guests will enjoy beautiful panoramic views of the Seven Seas Lagoon while they eat. Included in the menu is champagne, a mimosa, Bloody Mary, or a smoothie for kids. A pastry basket will come to the table with chocolate and traditional croissants, pecan sticky buns, danishes, and muffins. Appetizers include shrimp and grits, uh, onion soup, uh, artisanal cheese, and a romaine salad. Entrees include a choice of brioche French toast, chicken and waffles, steak and eggs, seasonal fish, lobster, Oh, I'm not a lo- lobster eggs. Lobster <laughs> eggs Benedict and more. A trio of desserts will follow the meal. The price is only $69 for adults and $41 for kids ages 3 to 9. You can now make reservations. Isn't that expensive? That's expensive. That's a great location, though. What was oh, the yeah. price on that again? Yeah, 69 for adults. 69 and 41 That's because the alcohol is included. I mean, it's not right, but that's what it is. Well, you should have one price with alcohol and one price without. I, yeah. For those of us who don't drink, that don't want to mm-hmm. pay for yeah. liquor and not, not have it. Agreed. Um, I'm sorry, I'm getting texts. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, thank you, Kathy. Uh, Corey. Okay, uh, the Disney Parks uh, released a new marketing campaign. Um, it's called Unforgettable Happens Here. They say it's a reminder that around every corner... At any second or minute (laughs) of every day, there's a magical moment waiting to happen. Moments Mm. both big and little become stories that will be forever told and retold and never, ever forgotten. Are there a million of them? Yeah. A million dreams? (laughs) Yeah. Unforgettable happens here. And apparently grammar is forgotten here as well. (laughs) I was going to say, awful, awful. Funky. Oh, my gosh. I think the the little girl, um, instead of saying childhood ruin, should have just looked up and said, unforgettable happens here. That would have been been awesome. But that's it. I'm sure they're going to beat it over, um, beat it into our heads. Do you think they just gave up? Do you think someone just said, I can't think of it. Let's just throw random. It's like Scrabble. Let's just throw random words on the table. And put them together. How are you going to put that on a shirt? Yep. <laughs> Sorry. So, get ready. Unforgettable, Unforgettable mm. happens here. All righty. Thank you, Corey. Uh, for his first time giving a rapid fire, Mr. Yes. Steve Porter. Today is judging. the opening of the Jack Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Uh, it's an aviation lounge uh, located between Paradiso's 37 and the Boathouse. Um, it's named after the pilot from the Indiana Jones film. Uh, it's gonna. It offers 150 seats and some outdoor seating. Uh, yeah, 
Opens today. Opens tonight. I'm excited. Passed by it uh, last weekend. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, it does look cool. It does look really cool. So I'll probably be there right after the show to start (laughs) getting to work on it since we're uh, missing the opening for the show. But is it open right now? It opened up at 11. I I saw they have uh, one of the ice ball, like the ice cubes that are like the spheres. I don't know. Those are cool. They do at Carthay? Yeah. Yeah. We were Only in for Di- the diamond anniversary. They have diamonds. Yeah, nice. Disneyland, yeah. they had diamonds made of mm. ice. That's cool. Uh, one of the things is we had been to downtown Disney for the first time in a very long time and really impressed at how it's coming along. Mm-hmm. Especially that area is looking really yeah, cool. It's yeah, it's down there. We have a review of the boathouse, too. Ta-da! Ta-da! We'll have that next week. Nope. No. You won't. No? I won't Kevin be here, here next week. I will be here next week. We have the our, our agents are in town. Oh, that's for a big right. Meeting. Mm. Sorry. Oh, that's gonna be fun. We have nobody here next week. <laughs> okay. Well, the week after that, you'll have your review of the book. Yes, house. absolutely. Okay. All right. Thank you, uh, Steve Craig. Okay. Uh, real quick here, Mulch, Sweat, and Shears final performance will be October 10th. For those who care. Uh, I know there are a lot of people who love them. Oh, yeah. No, they're very popular. And I know they do change and they add new songs uh, to their set every now and then. Then uh, it's just never been my thing. If I want to go listen to music, I'll go see a concert for a band that I really like. So, wow. (laughs) That's just another one of those little touches that Disney had. Um, I had a magical moment with them. I was over there taking pictures. Did you report it? Was it unforgettable? (laughs) Yes, it was. It was unforgettable. But I was over there taking pictures and the lead guy, Morris, um, walked down the street with me and he was like performing and talking to me and I was like going out through the park. It was cool. But there's online petitions to try to save them. Mm, The lead guy's name is Morris. What's the second guy's name? (laughs) Philip. I'm amazed at what Kathy thinks is magical. It was magical to me. It was unforgettable. It happened here. Scott Smith, who used to be on the show, was yeah. a drummer from yeah. us. Yeah. yeah, he was. I think he still is. Yeah. Well, not for yeah. long. No? Here's the deal. That's Again, that's one of those things that's just a nice extra thing that yes. happens at Disney, whether you like it or not. People enjoy that. They enjoyed the one off kilter. And unfortunately, these things are going yeah. away. I prefer them whenever they're back on the back lot area uh, in the streets of America. But whenever they, you know, do like the frozen celebration in the summer and every single night they're playing a two hour set right in the middle of the park. That's whenever it gets too much for me. It's I know they just go back and forth between them playing and then DJ Elliot or whoever he is. And it's just it's the hub of the park. It's the main atmosphere, and you just you don't want to even be there. You can only hear "Living on a Prayer" so many times, yeah. and especially when you're sitting at Brown Derby trying to enjoy a nice meal, and all you can hear is blasting music coming from that one area. Yeah. But I'm crotchety. Yes, I say, Craig, you sound really old right now. I am. Now. How come Grumpy's behind me and not behind him? That's all yeah, I'm really. <laughs> That's all right. It. Thank you, Craig. Dustin, all your right. last all rapid right. fire. Thank you. I have uh, some information on two new, um, I guess they're events that are taking place um, uh, for Christmas and the holiday season at Walt Disney World. First, you have the uh, Merry and Bright Dessert Party, and then we also have the Merry and Bright Dinner Reception. And uh, the Merry and Bright Dessert Party is offered from November 6th to um, Christmas Eve, 
and there are some dates in there that it will not take place. You can check uh, on the show notes page. We'll have all the information of the, the dates that don't apply. Um, the dessert party includes a reserved viewing location overlooking the Osborne family spectacle of dancing lights with holiday-themed desserts, specialty alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverage uh, beverages, sodas, water, tea, and coffee. It's going to be... Uh, oh, and you also get a keepsake roll-up blanket in case it gets cold here Aww. in Florida. Uh, that's going to be $69 for adults and $39 for children. Um, and the dinner reception is going to be a perver- uh, reserved viewing location for da- the Dancing Lights. And it's a buffet reception with offerings such as beef, shrimp, turkey, um, as well as wine, beer, and specialty beverages. Uh, you get a keepsake shadow box featuring the Osborne family lights, which is probably good because this is its last year. And um, I just closed out my thing. Okay. And then the uh, viewing viewing location for both events will be at the end of Streets of America near the entrance to uh, Lights, Motors, Action. Uh, I don't have a price on the dinner reception, um, but that uh, I'm sure we're going to get that at some point. But you can check our show notes at disunplug.com Did you for that. give the dates for those? Because isn't the dates for the second one like after New Year's? Yeah, or? yeah. It's um, The dates are from... Uh, yeah, it's after the New Year. So it's... Um, it's the first wow, to this the is, third, I believe. Yeah, it's right. really confusing. Yeah. The first to the third. But, but then the times change. I don't know why they're only doing it for three nights. I think it ends right, right. after that. Okay. And is the, the shadow box are... like, do you get like pieces of the Osborne lights because they're throwing them away I, 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 it doesn't specify here but I don't I don't think it's like those spectro magic pins where you got pieces of the clowns like cape but That'd I believe cool. the Osborns still own the lights so they will get it back <laughs> and they can move it anywhere else they want to but and they, they can make a bunch giant balls and keep them yeah. in their yeah. <laughs> garage <laughs> like I do gotta do what you gotta do you can't see the lights can you it's easier that way we do. yeah really we throw them away by new ones all right. All right. Thank you, Dustin. You're welcome. And that brings me to us, to the part of the show that I have been dreading. Uh, the part where we uh, we say goodbye yeah. to Dustin West. Um, uh, I've got some things to say, but I'm going to let you guys uh, say what you want first. And so whoever wants to say something. I'll they- go. I... Um- you know, it, anytime somebody you know in the team leaves, it's it's always it's always difficult uh, in the company. And I, I think I just want to say on behalf of you know us and listeners and the watchers, um, thanks for everything you've done to bring this show to where it is today. Yeah. And you know, wish you a lot of luck. Thank you. Well, and uh, for me, it means a lot because as much as uh, you know, Pete and John also you know okayed me coming on and paying it, I wouldn't have this job if it wasn't for. Uh, your initiative in bringing this here so yeah. i mean without you i might still be you know cleaning up po- uh, puke <laughs> almost at park cleaning up puke and barf over at uh universal so no i i mean i owe you my life right now so oh thanks thank you wow deep <laughs> deep uh, first of all i want to let you know that you will be missed tremendously uh you were a big part of the show obviously absolutely when we first went to video, I was not happy about it. I went Sorry. in very, very, very reluctantly and was very upset about it. However, I've come to embrace it. And because of the things you've done, you've made it very easy for us. 
Um, it doesn't feel like we're on video. It just feels like we're all sitting around talking to each other. Mm-hmm. That's because of a lot of what you've done with how the studio looks and how the shows are structured. So I really appreciate that. Um, you sure will be missed with our live shows. Uh, one of the things that we could always count on was Dustin would make sure things went smoothly. And all we had to do was get behind the dais and tell stupid jokes and be on our way. So um, I really appreciate that, and we're going to miss you. Thanks. For sure. I'm going to miss you, Dustin. I miss you too, Kevin. And, you know, I knew Dustin before he came to work for the Diz, and we met you at the um, event for the listener in um, mm-hmm. Epcot. You were the first one I met. Yeah. Out of this whole bunch. Yeah. And we met at a Polynesian meet. Yes, mm-hmm. and then he was there at the Polynesian meet, and then he came to the company, and I said, you've always been very nice. As a, as a mother, I think of you as like my son. Oh, thanks. Um, you know, I got to meet your family. They're all very nice, but you brought in enthusiasm to the podcast, and you dragged us all along into video, and, and now I can't think of doing it any other way. And, you know, you were always very nice to me, and I'm going to miss that. Thanks, Kathy. Uh, just as a new guy, thanks. <laughs> thanks for welcoming me. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Well, you're also a listener. Yeah. 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 I was a listener for a long time. Actually, the reason I started watching the show in the first place is because I was watching the segments afterwards a lot. And I, was, I didn't really watch the news segments really originally. I just Oh, liked, thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I liked the, the, it was a related video, it was a bracket video. Okay. And I watched that, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then I watched a couple other segments, and then I started watching the news segments every, day, every week, and that's how it started. So thanks. Thank you. That's how a lot of people started. Dustin, do you want to say anything before I... Yeah, well, well, first of all, I'll say I I really wasn't expecting that to be sat down and 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 talked to uh, uh, from you guys like that, and that it just means uh, a whole lot to me to to know that I will be missed, and I want you guys to know that uh, you will always uh, be missed by me as well. But I will be close by, not going anywhere. Just have some different things I got to do and different opportunities, and um, and even though I won't be on the shows. Um, I hope we all still stay in touch and I hope so. and all that good stuff. And I also just want to reiterate to our listeners and viewers that you guys mean the world to me. It was great to meet uh, several of you uh, throughout the last three years, and uh, I'm just I'm so glad that I was a part of this, and uh, it will be missed. So thank you all, really. Well, I want everyone to know that I. Dustin is leaving over my very strong objections. Uh, I have spent the last two weeks, and I am emotional about this. We've become very close. Yeah. Um, I spent the last two weeks trying to convince him to stay. Um, and I've also told him the door is open. I don't want him to leave, but this is something he needs to do. And, you know, uh, trying new things and, 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 and striking out to find your path is something you do at 29. Uh, it's a lot harder to do. I think we all know that. The older you get, the harder mm-hmm. that gets to do. Um, <clears throat> hiring you was one of the best decisions I've made in this company. And I say one of the best because the best one is sitting on my left. Um, 
<laughs> and having had the opportunity to work with you as closely as I have for the last three and a half years has been honestly a pleasure, a privilege, getting to know you, becoming such close friends, as we have become very close uh, in this process. And, you know, it's been wonderful to watch. It was wonderful to watch you come in. Um, I think you were just shy of your 26th birthday mm -hmm. when you came in. And, you know, not having worked in the field before. I mean, you had the education, you had the background, but you hadn't worked in the field. Yeah. <clears throat> And to see you just come in, and the first thing I said to you at the uh, Yacht Club, I think you were working here a week or two, yeah. and we were at the Yacht Club, and I, I said, you know, at some point, I would like to bring the show to video, um, you know, just keep it in the back of your head. And then within a, a week, I had a mock-up, I had a list, I had... Ex Bob and I, I cannot tell you how many times Bob mm -hmm. and I sat and talked about how we were gonna do that. And we couldn't figure it out. And he comes in, and within a week. And what this studio is now is pretty much what he envisioned. So, <clears throat> obviously I'm gonna miss you. Obviously it's not gonna be the same for me doing the show without you. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you saying that because, you know, it's I appreciate, you know, that you consider this one of the best decisions that you've made. No question. No and, question. Um, <clears throat> and I'll <laughs> and the, the, the last thing I want to say, I want to make sure I get this out because I've thought about this. What am I going to say? Um, every show that we do in this studio, regardless of whether you're here or somewhere else. Every show that is broadcast from this studio will have your hand and your heart. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. There's there's no there's no getting around that that, you know, I've put a I've put a lot into this. And um and, and I can change the walls and we can change the decor, but this will to me always be the studio that Dustin built. Thanks. And with that, we're going to wrap up our show because I can't do this much more. Um, thanks for being with us, everyone. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of The Disunplugged.